When was the last time that this happened to you? You pull up a price chart, you see this huge trending move and you were frustrated because you missed the move either completely or you only got a little bit out of it and you missed most of the big move. And then what did you do? You pull up the chart and you try to find reasons, you try to find signals, you maybe change your indicator setting, maybe you completely use a new indicator to just try to come up with ways how you could have gotten into the trade early on and made a fortune. And then you change your trading strategy, you apply those new rules for the next trade because you think that this is how you're going to make a lot of money going forward because it would have worked in the past. What has happened here is that you have become the victim of the so-called hindsight bias. And the hindsight bias is just one of many psychological biases that are constantly at work. They are influencing our decision making not only in trading but also outside of trading. And in this video I want to focus on the five most prominent, most damaging as well, psychological biases. I want to explain what they do, how they influence your trading and also provide a few tips on how to improve your trading and how to make sure that you're not becoming a victim of those. However, I want to answer the question of what is a bias before we get more into the video. And a psychological bias is like a mental shortcut or a pre-programmed response that our brain uses to help us make decisions faster and hopefully more effectively. The bias and the decision making a shortcut is often based on our previous experiences, our beliefs and also on our assumptions. Biases in general help us make sense of the world around us and help us respond quickly, especially when we have incomplete information, which is often the case in trading or when we're dealing with too much information to take everything in, which is also true for trading because there's just so much information. We can make use of technical analysis, price action. We can use fundamental analysis. We can talk to other traders. We can use a wide variety of indicators and different tools. And therefore we are often falling back into using biases because then we can make quick decisions fast. However, they're not always optimal. And I want to take a look at five of the most common and most problematic biases. I've already mentioned the hindsight bias and another one is the so-called sunk cost fallacy. And what happens is that traders often continue to add to a losing trading position because of the time and or the money that they have already invested in their trade. Very often, especially when you're on the higher time frames, a lot of time goes into creating trading plans, waiting for the right trade and then being in the trade. And then naturally, if the trade goes against you, you don't feel great and you have invested all this time and now the trade is not working out. However, what those traders then often do is that they either move their stop loss further away so that they delay loss taking because they think it has to turn around or they completely take off their stop loss or they add to a losing position so that if the trade turns around and if the price turns around, you will be back at break even much faster. And you are really getting married to the trade idea. And this is the sunk cost fallacy. You have invested so much time in this trade idea and it has taken so much time to stock the trade, to execute the trade that you don't want to abandon this um, trade idea and you want to follow it through. You really want this to work out because you have invested so much time. However, the best thing is obviously to cut the loss, to look objectively at the trade, look at your trading plan. What was the trading plan idea when you entered the trade? And then when you see that the price is not agreeing with your trading idea, when there are obvious signs and objective signs that you should have 
closed the trade a while ago, then the best thing is to actually go to the trade and close it. And then you have to wait for the next trade naturally. And I fully understand that it is not always as easy as it may sound, but you have to start noticing those negative biases that are impacting your trading decisions so that you know why you're doing a certain thing and then you can actively control your decision making and improve your processes. The next one is the gambler's fallacy bias and this one is quite interesting, quite fascinating and what happens is that people tend to believe that past events can influence future outcomes in situations that are in fact completely random. So here's an example from the normal world and when you flip a coin and five times in a row head comes up, what do people now believe? They believe that now tail is more likely to occur on the next flip because head has come up so many times in a row and they believe that they are overdue for a tail. However, obviously when you spin a coin, the coin doesn't care and it doesn't matter what has happened on the last one, two, three or four coin flips. Each coin flip is completely unique, it is random and it's not influenced by what the coin has shown in the past. Of course, it's not very common to see those long streaks of heads or tails in a row. However, when we look just purely at the math, then it is absolutely possible to see five, six or 10 times heads in a row. And it doesn't change the outcome of the next spin. You always have a 50-50 chance of seeing heads or tail. And the same is true for trading. In trading, many traders believe that after they have maybe had five losses in a row, that they are overdue for a winning trade next. And what they do then is that they size up their position because they think, okay, now is the time I'm overdue for a winning trade. And if the winning trade comes around, I wanna hit it big and make the big profit that will get me out of this losing streak. Of course, even if your last 10 trades have been losses, the next trade doesn't have a higher chance of becoming a winner or a loss. It's always the same. And therefore it is really, really dangerous to change your position sizing based on a trade to trade basis. You should have a general position sizing rule, how much you want to risk, 1%, 2%, half a percent, maybe even 3%. However, you have to stick to your position sizing rules and then play it through. Don't change your position sizing based on what has happened in the past because you think that it may impact your future probabilities. It doesn't. Next is the loss aversion bias. And this refers to the tendency for people to strongly prefer avoiding losses over realizing profits. And there have even been some studies that suggest that losses are twice as powerful, psychologically speaking, as profits. This is really fascinating. And simply put, this means the pain of losing psychologically is about twice as powerful as the pleasure of winning. So in trading, I'm sure you have all been through this and you have seen that losses hurt much, much more. And we try to do everything we can in our power to avoid realizing a loss and as long as traders keep their losses open and don't close their trade they believe that the market will still turn around it doesn't hurt as much even if you see that the unrealized loss is getting larger and larger and larger but until you haven't closed the loss you still have some hope that the price will turn around and here the most important thing is that you have to use a trading plan. Before you get into a trade, you know where to get in, you know where to get out, you know exactly where you put your stop loss and you have to understand under which circumstances, under which conditions you will close your trade, whether it's a losing trade, whether it's a winning trade. And this is absolutely important. There is this famous quote, 
the last moment of objectivity is before you pull the trigger. And once you're in the trade, often you are stop being rational and then emotions take over. When the money is on the line, our decision making and our th thinking completely changes. And that's right, so important that we need to have a trading plan in place before we get into a trade so that we don't become victim of our biases. And those biases are so deeply hardwired into our human decision making that it is really hard to combat them. But if you have better processes, if you have an action plan in place and you also know what to look for and what to avoid, that can already make a big difference. Next is the confirmation bias. And the confirmation bias refers to the tendency to favor and remember information in a way that confirms our pre-existing beliefs or hypotheses, while at the same time ignoring information that would contradict them. So for example, when you're in a trade and let's say your strategy gave you a buy signal for the Euro US dollar and now you are in a long trade. And a few hours later you come back to your charts to check your trade. The price action now doesn't look as bullish anymore and there are very clear signs that your trade idea might not work out. And maybe even your trading strategy would tell you objectively that now is a time to close your trade because it's not working out. However, because of the confirmation bias, you may neglect the bearish signs and you may neglect focusing on the objective signs that the trade idea is not working out and you disproportionately focus on the bullish signs, even though when it means using tools and indicators and concepts that you typically would not use in your trading strategy. I have seen it many times, traders are in a long trade, they have a very specific and rigid set of rules, they know exactly the tools that you're using and then the trade is going against them and then they are suddenly asking friends, they're looking on social media, they may be even adding a completely new trading tool, a new indicator, maybe they are messing with their moving average setting, instead of a 50 they go to a 30 and a 30 EMA suddenly tells them that it would actually be okay to stay in the trade because the moving average would still give them a favorable signal and then they remain in the trade even though their real tested trading system would tell them otherwise. And this bias obviously can lead to poor decision making and it also leads to a lot of inconsistencies in your trading. And it is really important that you only make trading decisions based on the trading rules and the trading system that you have also backtested. Because in the backtest you can validate at least to some extent that in the past this trading strategy has made money and therefore you would expect a higher likelihood that the same results can be achieved in the future. However, when you then start messing around with your system and you completely destroy your system by adding new things, jumping around timeframes and just trying to look for confirmation that would help you to stay in the trade, obviously that's a very, very bad way of going about your trading. Now let's talk about the ostrich bias and the ostrich bias is when traders ignore negative information similar to an ostrich burying its head in the sand. In trading this could mean that traders do not stick to their trading plan and do not act even though their trade is going against them, turning into a much larger loss and they should have closed the trade long ago. And such traders also avoid looking at their broker balance just because they don't want to face reality and they somehow believe or hope that the problem will somehow fix itself. 
And obviously this is a really, really bad way of going about your trading. If you're closing the eyes in front of reality and you're not facing your problems heads on, they're not gonna fix themselves. They're just gonna get worse and worse and worse. And therefore it is really important that you understand you have to be very, very honest with yourself. You have to look at your broker. You have to look at the trading data in your trading journal. You have to confront your mistakes. And then once you are honest with yourself, once you really see what you have been doing wrong, why you've been losing money that much over such a long period, only then are you able to come up with an action plan and you only then are you really ready to look for solutions to your problems. So before I let you go, I just have a few final tips for overcoming biases and improving your trading performance. And psychological biases can impact trading decisions, lead to costly mistakes and damage your trading long term. And overcoming those biases requires, first of all, awareness and also discipline. And awareness allows the trader to notice that their decision making is impaired and not done objectively. And to raise your level of awareness, keeping a trading journal such as the edgewonk.com trading journal, which we developed, will help you relive your trades. And it also allows you to start noticing negative and destructive patterns in your trading. I've met so many traders that after they have closed a trade will never look at their past trades ever again. And then obviously it's nearly impossible to find out what you've been doing wrong and also come up with ways how you can improve your trading going forward. So it's absolutely essential that you become more aware of what's going on in your trading. You actually look at your trading data so that you can find those negative patterns and develop better coping mechanisms. And second, discipline is needed to resist the urge to engage in your negative patterns. Biases, as I said, are really deeply hardwired into the human decision-making uh, mechanisms. And overcoming biases requires time and patience. It's important to realize that improving your approach to trading is a process. And you should not get discouraged when you fall back into your old patterns from time to time. It's absolutely normal. You just generally want to make sure that overall, by and large, you're making better decisions last this month than you did last month. And over time, you want to make sure that you're slowly building a better process. You don't expect that next week, just because you've watched this video, you will suddenly stop making all of these mistakes. You need to put in the time, you need to put in the work, keeping a trading journal, backtesting, very good record keeping, and being very aware and maybe even talking to other traders about this can make a huge difference. And what I would recommend is that you work on one aspect at a time. You strive to make informed decisions by heightening your level of self-awareness, and then you continuously refine your trading processes. And then over time, with perseverance, with patience, and with a lot of discipline, you will witness an improvement in your trading. I'm very sure of that. I've seen it many times in my traders as well.